Get ready to talk sports with Daryl and Sam. Welcome to Sports Info UM, featuring Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. These guys know the sport like nobody else. From former players to coaches to the great figures of the NFL, you'll get the inside scoop on what's going down today in football and other sports. Now, here's Daryl and Sam. And welcome to Sports Info UM. Hey, you just got Daryl rolling in solo tonight. And it's a whole lot going on in the world of sports. LeBron James has shut it down again. Just shut it down. I mean, four in a row and shut it down. You know, LeBron James, like I said before on this show many times before, LeBron James loves rest. He likes to just sweep a team and go sit down and rest and see what's going on. And now we're watching um, uh, two teams that are really just going battling back and forth with, with, with the Boston Celtics and the Washington Wizards in the East. And LeBron James, what is he doing? He's sitting back, resting, taking it easy, saying, hey, y'all just keep battling and battling. You know, you went to at your place, then you went to at your place, Washington. But I'll just sit back and watch you guys because I know I like rest. LeBron James, he he, he really does like, I mean, you know, this guy has won seven straight, um, seven straight, um, Series, basically, when it's a best of four series, this guy's went on to just win seven straight. I mean, that's 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 a you know that, that's no joke, man. Yep, that is no joke. I mean, it's you know to win to win three series back to back to back is one thing, but to win seven back to back to back, I mean, this guy, you know, and 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 to think that right now. Um, LeBron James is literally in his prime. I mean, when we look at this guy, he is he he is really in his prime. You know, I mean, he's he's you know, we, we've called him a freak of nature for many years, and now we look at him and say, no, nah, he's not he's not a freak of nature. He is the best player in the game. I mean, let's don't get it twisted. You can small call him a small forward, a power forward, a point, a, a, a guard forward, whatever you want to call him. He's all of that, and the guy is 32 years old and playing at the at the height of his career. I mean, man, he he, he really plays like he's his 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 mental capacity for the game and his mental understanding of the game right now is far greater than anybody on the court, and it really appears that way. But when you're 6'8", 250, 255, and you run as fast as anybody on the court, and your stamina is as good as anybody on the court, hey, and you by far are the best athlete on the court every time you step on the court. I really think that's like, it's it's really a... um. It's a disadvantage to a lot of people. And, and and when we look at the team that they just beat, the Raptors, you know, um, the Raptors, it, they were they were literally beat before they got on the court with Cleveland. And I, 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 I say that because, <laughs> man, this team, they, they uh, Kyle Lowry, you know, this kid has not played a whole series in the last two years. It might be three years. 
I might be giving him a break with just saying two years. Last year he got hurt. This year he got hurt. Is it? Is it? Is it the LeBron James intimidation factor that steps in the way of him actually completing a series, or is it really um, he just knows that he's not going to be able to compete against LeBron James and just doesn't doesn't feel like he needs to uh, put forth the effort? I, I don't know. I hope that's not the case, and I, I really hope that that LeBron James is just that good, and um, and he really is that good that people don't actually um, get intimidated by, by LeBron James. I, I hope that people don't get intimidated by him because, you know, it, it, eventually someone else has to take take the throne. Uh, I don't know who it's going to be, but someone has to take the throne um, from LeBron James because he's 32 years old. You know how long? How long do we expect this 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 phenom, this Superman, uh, you know, this king of the game? How much long do we expect him to um um to keep on playing like this? I I, I, I really, it really makes you wonder, you know, because you know he's he, he's at his prime and he's only thirty two years old. You know, wow. It, I would assume that he probably is one of the richest basketball players on the court right now. And uh, and if he does not have, and I think he made it clear a couple of years ago that he wanted to be the highest paid player in the league. And um, and he's worthy. He, he's, he's definitely uh, worthy of being the highest paid player in the league. And, hey, he's only played with two teams in his career. And I said it before, and I'm going to stand by this too. I see LeBron James, before his career is over, playing in Los Angeles for the Los Angeles Lakers. Now, it might, it, he, might, he might leave all the good he had in Cleveland, but the, the, the Lakers are going to be so thirsty for the legacy of LeBron James to come to Los Angeles that it would not surprise me one bit that if that it would not surprise me one bit if LeBron James someday uh, plays for the Los Angeles Lakers. Now it would surprise me if someday LeBron James takes over the scoring champion, scoring leader in the history of the game, which is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. It will not surprise me when LeBron James takes over the playoff scoring leaders, which is uh, he's already passed Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. As um, he's, I think he's second all time now in playoff scoring, behind only one person. Uh, if he's second, he's only asking to be only one person, and that would be, um, hey, the king of all kings in basketball, and that's MJ, Michael Jordan. It's no one greater. Uh, I, you know, I, 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 I've. Michael Jordan probably is the greatest basketball player to ever play. In my opinion, I've said this before, there is one player greater than Michael Jordan, and that would have to be Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, the leading scorer in the history of the NBA. And I guess maybe we look at Jordan because he's the leading scorer in the history of the uh, playoffs, but he's no, um, you know, he, he really is not a, um, you know, he, he's not um, Kareem to me. And that's, that's, that's just me. You know, I, I, I grew up 
uh, uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar um, fan. I, I was a fan of his um, since the first time I ever saw him. I was I, I was a fan of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and and, and nothing's changed as, as far as I'm concerned with uh, with Kareem. He's one of the greatest players to ever play, um, and and if you didn't have a chance to see the sky hook, um, you missed um, poetry in motion. I mean, this guy was almost like uh, like a ballerina on a basketball court, and, and he was actually over seven foot, seven foot one. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, uh, my my, in my opinion, the greatest player to ever play the bat, play play the game, and some will differ. Uh, we got a call on the line. Vince, what's going on? So, what's What's happening, Vince? How you doing? Man, I'm loving this life I got, man. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm just loving it, man. I mean, I'm planning my birthday party already. It's in July. You understand what I'm saying? We just in May. That's, that's how oh, much okay. I'm loving this life I got. You feel what I'm saying? Yep, that's good. You know, we were just up here talking and debating about um, the greatest players of the history of the NBA. And, and in my opinion, to this day still, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is the greatest player in the history of the NBA, in my opinion. He's still the leading scorer in the history of the NBA. And it's not so close, and we, we're not so sure who will ever overtake him. It might be uh, LeBron James someday. But uh, who who is the greatest player in your opinion? My opinion, uh, uh, I always like the Ice Man. But the greatest player ever, I think, was Michael Jordan. He never touched the basketball. But I like the George Gervin. I like shooters. I like straight. You know when I'm coming to your stadium. I'm going to get 45, I'm going to get 50. You already know I'm finna shoot. You can't stop me. And that was my mentality about the game of basketball. Just like tonight, I like Steve Curry tonight and put on a show tonight. to represent this is what I'm going to do. This is where we represent Golden State. And I want to knock y'all off this one time. I'm ready for LeBron. I want to be waiting on him just like he's waiting on me. I hear you, I, I, and I, I really think that um, they they have to go toe to toe with Cleveland in the playoffs, even though they're not in the same division. You understand what I'm saying? I mean, even yeah. though they one is in the East and one is in the West, they can't let Cleveland sit down and rest while they playing a six or seven game series with anybody. At I the know. same time, when we when we look at when we look at Cleveland sitting down resting right now, waiting on Washington or the Celtics. <clears throat> It's hard to believe that either one of those teams can take take Cleveland past four games. Washington you know or the Celtics. I'm listening I to you. I didn't mean to cut you off, but let me ask you a question. I was thinking, this is a statement I had, um, we need to do a survey about. When Cleveland played and they won the championship, we know they're the number one team seed. Now, what you think about them when it's time to play games when the players sit not to play? And people pay their money for season tickets to come see them play. What do you have against that? Because I think 
I might have a little bias uh, uh, against it. I'm not for sure, but I think the way they played all season and and, and how they turn it on right now, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. For the game. Well, you know. Um, I don't know for the game because I knew Magic, Bird, Kareem, they ain't never played that role there. I guess That's not true, man. That's not true. Matter of fact, the Lakers were the first team in the NBA to ever be fined for doing that. And Pat Riley, he sat out Michael, uh, he sat out uh, Irvin Magic Johnson and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and maybe even Worthy um, a couple times and the NBA fined them because he was resting them for the for the playoffs. But that was way back in the 80s. You understand what I'm saying? So this yeah. has been going on for a long time. I understand your point. But, you know, right now we're in the playoffs. And I think the NBA is going to do something about that this offseason. Because it's a lot of people may save up their whole, save up a whole bunch of money for, for uh, to go see the Cleveland Cavaliers when they come to Miami or when they come to Orlando. And then when LeBron James ain't playing because, you know, Orlando's a, a wash. Hey, or maybe Miami ain't having the best season and they don't need them. I think it's it's very it's it's very disheartening for a family and a and a, especially a child if he's if he's um paying his money or not paying his money, but if he's he's anticipating seeing LeBron James. But Vince, uh, let me ask you a question. So, you know, we talked about this a while back, maybe a couple of weeks ago, when you called the show. Uh, you actually said that Aaron Hernandez, his death would actually um, would be you said something about him making money from his death and because if he was dead um, yeah, uh, if his, he was dead he, he, he worked something if he's alive because okay. if he go to court if he went to the court then, then everybody suing him all the family members and stuff so the people who they say he killed and went there and quitted him. But if he did, at least his, the normal patriot have to pay his kids. Okay. Now, I, I, I read something like, I read something similar to that today, and I was like, man, Vince said that on the show a couple of weeks ago. But it, it appears as though something is similar to that, Vince. Like, um, if the New England, if he's, if he's dead before, if he's dead, he's not necessarily um, guilty. Yeah, that was his appeal. Right, he before his appeal. appeal. And, he did an appeal. And if he was alive and he go to court, he lose appeal, then we don't have to pay him. But right. since he, he's dead, they got to pay. Wow, so isn't that something? So, so look like Aaron Hernandez. I hate to say that, like, but that's Look like his, his fiance. And and I read the letter today. Look like his fiance is going to possibly get like uh, six million dollars because she's the beneficiary. You know what I'm saying? So um, yeah. I, I, there is some truth to what you said a couple of weeks ago, Vince. And uh, hey, man, I appreciate you giving us a lowdown and the, and the full one one on what's really going on uh, in the world of sports. I, I I I love it, Vince. But let me ask you one question before we get out of here, Vince. I know you keep up with the Marlins. Uh, do the Marlins have any chance of anything this year? Do they have a chance of making a wild card? I don't know. They come daytime, then they come nighttime. I don't know what night they be coming to play. I, 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 I don't know. They, I think they going through that management thing. 
and they don't they they they, they act like they not concerned if they win or lose. You know, I don't know. that some people just don't take pride in their work. Seems like they went through all that mess last year with Hernandez, Hernandez, and they think that you thought they would have come right tighter and stronger. You know. But to me, it seems like they just come, just play the game. Then when they lose, they just go home and come right normal. Don't worry about winning the next day. You know, ball team. That's why I'm. That's why I see why Cleveland. When Cleveland come to the game now, they turn it up. They turn it up. And then during regular season, they wouldn't even turn it up. They just like, well, we'll sit out like it's just something to do. We'll sit out this game. You know what I mean? But at the same time, I think they're gonna have to turn it up next week against Boston and and, and the Cavaliers. They're gonna really have to do what they do. You well, I mean? tell you this, Vince, we we got to get out of here because we got a commercial break coming up. But um, I don't see either one of these teams, Boston or Washington Wizards. They have no chance. I ain't gonna say don't have a chance, but it's easy to stop the Celtics. All you gotta do is stop Isaiah Thomas. That's it. I mean, that's it. He he is it. So when and, and and with Washington it might be a little more difficult, but I don't really see them uh, being a real a real challenge for. Um, but but, but Mr. I don't see them being a challenge for Cleveland. I'm gonna say something to you, and, and and you pick up on this. What what them teams gotta do? See, one thing about Boston, Boston got a team can get the rebound, and so what they gotta do? They gotta play a box in one. Uh, what I mean, a boxing one, when you, you, LeBron can score 40, he can score 50, but the rest of them can't play. Let's go. And that one finna start happening the last two games. And, and you're gonna see that and you're gonna remember how I told you. I the first one told you that. In basketball. I hear you, Vince. You know, we gotta get out of here. You know, we gotta get out of here. Let LeBron get his point. And stop the rest. And that's where it is. That's where it stopped at. All right, Vince, uh, we're going to get out of here. But um, don't you ever forget Kyrie Irving, even though he think the earth is flat, he really yeah. is one of the best point guards in the league. He probably has well, one I, of the I best handles, handles in the league. And don't you forget, Kevin Love averaged a double-double before he got to Cleveland. All right, Vince, we'll holler at you. We got a quick one. I'm take I a much break. And that's, that's, uh, remember break, what I told you now, a box and one. Let LeBron get his and shut the rest down. Yeah, they better bring a couple they'll, of box cutters. They, they, they need they'll to bring a team. box cutter and, and, and slice LeBron knee or something because a box and one ain't gonna help right 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 about now when they when they when they have a chance to go against LeBron James for the Eastern Championship, man. The NBA Eastern Conference Championship. Hey, Vince, we got to run, man. We're going to take a quick commercial break. And when we got back, when we get back, we got Steve Jacksonville talking about what's going on in the land of the Jaguars. We'll be back with more sports information. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Check your feelings at the door and enter the man cave. 
Don't let the name fool you, because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Host J.D. Harris and friends are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the man cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Join Matt Fish and Alex Clancy every week for Rebound Radio. We'll talk with the legends of basketball about how they got started, their rise to the top of the game, how basketball has changed their lives, and what they're up to now. Just like the game itself, you'll find that lives can pivot on a dime. There can be last-minute saves, and life is anything but run-of-the-mill. Rebound Radio can be heard live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. You won't want to miss the next show. This week on The Revolution with Jim and Trav, we're lobbing lead and punching paper. As we talk firearms, ammunition, accessories, and gear, we'll also take an in-depth look at becoming a better marksman and fostering the next generation of hunters. Joining us is Jim and John Scouten of Shooting USA and Jeremy Millette from Silencer Shop. It's presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Friday afternoons at 1 Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888 346 9144. That's 888 346 9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info. We got Steve on the line, and Steve is a very happy camper with um, Leonard Fournette coming to Jacksonville to show off his talents. What's going on, Steve? Oh, number 37. <laughs> right That's how I can say. Hey, well, I did what I could, Steve. I have a running back for the Jacksonville Jaguars, and uh, I you give me an update on on the Miami Hurricanes. Well, uh, Steve, right now, man, we have this young man, Kanasi Perry, on campus. He, I don't know if he's on campus yet, but he will be on campus this month. And he's expected to be the starting quarterback for the Hurricanes this upcoming 2017-2018 season. A uh, true freshman all you hear really good things about him. A couple of weeks ago, he worked out with Jameis Winston. Um, you know, Jameis is in his offseason. So uh, we're expecting big things, man. I mean, big, big things from this young man. I mean, it's, it's, it, it's from, he, I'll tell you, I'll tell you this. Let me, let me, let me give you a, a hint of how good he is or could be. He broke all of Dante Culpepper's records at Ocala Vanguard High School. So he played for football. He broke all of Dante Culpepper's records at mm. Ocala Vanguard High School. And uh, I'm telling you, man, this this this, cat, this 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 kid is the real deal. This young man, um, you know, they, they compare him to this kid for um for Louisville Jackson. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 I'll tell you, that's a good football player. Yeah, he has an arm that can't wait. 
He is truly a spread quarterback. But the unique part about this young man is that um, he could tuck it and run. You know, that was a problem with, with, with Kaya, with Brad Kaya, is that he just never, he never posed a running threat at all. So no one ever, no one ever, no one ever um, uh, respected his ability to run. So we, he, he made our offense basically one dimensional. If, if you can't have, if you're going to run a spread offense and your quarterback can't run, um, you really make your offense one dimensional. And I think that's what happened with us. And um, and 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 the word, not the word is, but some people are saying that um, that. Mark Rick encouraged Brad Kaya to go pro because that's how much confidence and that's how much he likes this kid, um, um, Nakasi um, Perry, that's coming in this year. Mm. I believe that. But as I said, though, God bless Mark Rick. He's a coach. Oh, yeah. He's a coach. He's a coach, man. And I told you that, what, about two years ago? Yep. Two years yep. ago, I said, hey, Georgia, the man can win 10 ball games in Georgia. We'll take him right down. We'll take him. I, I, I really feel in a couple of years he can win us 12 if he can win 10 in Georgia. I just think That's the talent right. in Florida, I think the talent in Northeast Florida, I think the talent in the state of Florida, and I think his ties in the state of Georgia is going to be bringing some really good athletes to um to us. In Miami. Now, this kid, um, uh, Nakasi says that uh, his favorite team is, um, is, is I, th- I think he said the Gators was his favorite team. You know? And so, you know, I, and I, I heard this on an interview with him. And, you know, he can't, I can't, can't fault him for, you know, if that was his team, that was his team. Yeah. But, uh, man, right. I tell you, we're really, really, really excited, Steve, about what we have in him and you know we know that we're gonna have some growing pains this year with him being just a true freshman. But hey, like I said, the quarterback Jackson at Louisville last year was a true freshman, and he won the Heisman Trophy. That's right. And I, you know, he's one of those kids that came to college early, you know. But basically, he was playing in his first year of college football, and so um, I think we got something in this kid Perry. Um, I just really think we have something real special in him, and if he could stay there for three years, uh, we're gonna we're gonna really get something really special out of him too, man. Um, Brad Kaya played for three years. This young man, we he should did. expect the same thing from him. From him, yep, the same thing. Yep, now, now let me ask you a question: What you think about Fournette, man? Uh, Little Fournette. I'm happy. I'm happy. Excuse me, I'm happy as hell. You got to have a bell cow. You have to have a bell cow to run that ball, man. I, I told you, that. hey, when the Jaguar was successful, they had 28 and 32. Craig Taylor and Mari Jones drew. That's when, they, that's, that's when they do it. This number five guy, I don't know. You look good in the airport, but can you play on Sundays? I always believe that quarterbacks are quarterbacks. Drew Brees, he he not he only like he only like a, 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 a straight quarterback, but he cut the Jaguars up. All them guys, Tom Brady, all of them, they don't look like 
Hey. <laughs> These people here, man, you you have to have a running back to tote that tote the load. Well, I'm not a coach. You got a running back now. All right, you got a running back. Got a running back. You got a running back. Now, when when, when, when Bortles don't make the right read after after you ran your bell cow to the point where he can't run no more, and you stick it in there, and everybody's jumping on the bell cow's back, and Bortles still don't make the right read because it's a wide open that's receiver number two. What are we What are we going to be looking at then with the Jacksonville Jaguars, man? And I and I'm really beginning to think that you know some guys have that winning winning instinct. Some guys have uh, like like Joe Montana. You know he was he was that cat man. Uh, Roger Starback. Yeah, he was that cat man. I mean, um, 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 uh, who, the quarterback for the for the Dolphins in the seventies. Um, Greasy, help me out here. Who? Bob Greasy. Greasy. Bob Greasy was that dude, man. And you know, and we but talk yeah, about some of these uh, current players Zaza, today. Zaza Kick and Murder Martin was just running the hell out of the ball. But at the same time, man. Um, um, hey. He he kept them in the game in the fourth quarter, and we've seen we've seen him make some big time passes late in the game for the Miami Dolphins. Hey, but when you look at the players now, the current quarterbacks like Drew Brees, Drew Brees, man, is a is a fourth quarter killer, you know. And and when we look at Tom Brady, he's a he's he will hurt you in the fourth quarter. Russell Wilson will hurt you in the fourth quarter. But when we look at Bortles, are we going to ever be able to put him in that category? Are we going to ever be able to say, man, this guy here, if you get in the fourth quarter and you down by seven points, you down by three points with 42 seconds left on the clock, you better watch out, man, because this dude here beat you. Those guys I just named, they will beat you with 42 seconds left in the fourth quarter. Bortles, you're almost saying, hey, man, don't. Don't turn it over and let us go down here and get a field goal and maybe we can tie the game up. That's how you feel about him. And I'm just wondering, is that is that how you still feel about him or things are changing? I'm with you, my boy. The right. airport got to me. <laughs> he looked real good walking through the airport, huh? He looked, he, why don't you step off the, why you step off the <laughs> airplane? He looked look, look damn good. Steve, how did they go? Um, 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 look like Tarzan, play like Jane. Play like Jane. <laughs> <laughs> hey, nothing gets the women out there. Well, 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 I was well, talking about you the other day, but Tim Harvey. Oh, yeah? Yeah, you you saw Tim yeah. Hart? No, I, I hadn't seen him, but I was telling somebody about him. When I say, oh, okay, he's sixty them, big soft. <laughs> you and Glenn Will jump on him. <laughs> oh, hey Steve, we gotta let you go, man. We got Mike holding on line. He wanna holler at us about what's I going know. on in the world of sports. I all right, Steve. Hey, don't give us don't, hey, don't be a stranger, man. We here every Monday night. Tell a story about big big song. I will. I will. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, uh, Matt, we got Mike on the line still. Oh. 
going on, Dave? Hey, Mike, man. I'm loving it. What's going on with you? How out of weather up there in Tennessee? Oh, it's finally, finally dried up, man. That's it's good, beautiful man. weather. Nice and That's warm. Good. Nice. Got time to go swimming. Nice, man. Nice. Nice. How about over there? Yo, man, we 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 still begging for rain, man. I mean, we are begging for rain. I right? we just haven't had enough of it. I uh, can't can't don't even think about doing no fireworks or burning nothing. They might even put you in jail for throwing a cigarette butt out out the window nowadays. Around here, man, it's so dry, and now it's so dry. They were just talking the other day about how snakes are are crawling because it's just no no moisture around. You know what I mean? They out looking for water. So yeah, man, it's 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 you know, but that's part of Florida. We got everything down here, man. Now, matter of fact, right now we in the middle of python hunting season down in the Everglades in Florida, man. We got everything down here, man. Yeah, I just saw an alligator and a python fighting the other day in the Everglades on TV. Oh man, did you go get yourself a, a python? No, man. Come on, man. No, I might need to take <laughs> anything. I'm gonna get me a license. Take this twenty-two out there. That's what I'm gonna get me. Yeah, get me a license to go hunt. Go ahead, you know, go have that, some fun. Man, you know, and, and, and man, it's a shame, man, that um, the animals like that, when people release those animals, they multiply so quickly and they actually become so dominant in the areas that they are that they start eating the things that other animals would have been eating and they can't eat that those things because they're not there. Because the pythons have come in there and grown to be 15 feet long and eating up everything. Rabbits, rats, deers, everything, man. I mean, you know, they eat your behind up. You don't watch yourself going out there, man. So I'm just saying it's it's a terrible thing that people have pets and they can't handle them. And they end up throwing them away because they don't want to kill it. So they throw it away in the wild. And that pet goes on to be a devastating part of our ecosystem. It's horrible, man. It really is. Hey, that's your science lesson for the day. What's going on in the world of sports, Mike? Oh, man, you know, uh, I, I was really, I was really planning on giving you a hard time, Daryl. But uh, About? your boy, your boy Harden pulled through. And the whole cast. Oh, yeah. I told you. <laughs> I told you. And I'm going to yeah. tell you, don't be surprised if he's playing for the Western Conference Championship. Don't be yeah. surprised. Yeah, because... They got yeah. San Antonio must hold home court from now on, or else Houston will be advancing. And without Tony Parker... I, I, told you that my, I told you that Mike D'Antoni and that, that uh, running gun three-point, man, he's dangerous. Yeah. He is dangerous. He, I'm going to tell you, man, he's that kind of guy that he's... I think he says he wants to put up a shot every 10 seconds. That's how yeah, fast he wants his team to play. Ain't that crazy? Yeah, yeah. I've heard that uh, the teammates, you know, question each other, like, why'd you pass that shot up? You know, take that shot. Don't pass that shot up. Take it. That's how they play, man. I mean, and I, I really like um, Dan Tony. I've always liked him. I, even when people were saying, how can he coach like that? How can he expect to win 
when you playing so fast. And now we look uh, at Golden State Warriors. They play as fast or as faster or faster than Dan Tony's team has ever played, and they don't say anything about that because they got uh, some guys that really shoot some three-pointers. And Dan Tony has surrounded James Harden with some guys that can really shoot the three-pointer, too. Knock down that three-point shot. That's right. Man, yeah. Ryan Anderson has just been tearing it up. He has been tearing it up. He had and 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 and, uh, and and what's that guy? Lou Williams, sweet Lou Williams from seventy oh, sixes. He he ain't nothing but a shooter. Yeah, that's all. He he's, he comes in the game to to shoot threes. That's all he does, man. He's a, he's a he's a he's a shooter. Yep. 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 So hey, man, there's a lot going on in um in the NBA. But I I I, I said it earlier this season. I think LeBron James is gonna take home his second championship this year. I really yeah. do. I, 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 I really do. I, I, I said it early. I think Kevin Garnett is injured. I don't think he's fully re- recovered from yeah. his injury. And I don't think, I don't think, I don't think that Golden State can win without Steve Kerr being on their bench. I really think no matter what we say, it's always one person that can settle us. When, when it's in that coaching realm. And I don't, if you ever been on a team, it might not even have been your head coach. It may have been an offense coordinator or a position coach or, or, or defense coordinator, but somebody on that team can settle the team. And in, in most cases, it's the head coach. Everybody else around will be losing their mind and the head coach will, will say something or do something that settles everyone. And changes Steve the outcome Kerr, of the game. And change the outcome of the game. Steve Kerr has mm-hmm. already said his injury is probably not going to allow him to come back to the bench for the rest of the season. And whether we want to say it or not, that's going to hurt. That's going to hurt this team somewhere down the line. It may cost mm-hmm. them one win in the in the Western Conference Championship, or maybe yeah. two games in the Western Conference Championship. Maybe, maybe I was wondering what was wrong with Steve Kerr because I saw Mike Brown coaching. I was like, well, I thought Steve Kerr was the head coach. Yeah, he is the head coach. He has had some complications from from back surgery for the last couple of years. He's had this, these complications, and apparently um, it's pretty serious now, and it's flared up again. And um, he's, mm-hmm. you know, he's 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 dealing with that. He says he's not going to be able to come back for the rest of the season. So hey, oh, you never man. know. Yep. But hey, Mike. Yeah. Um, hey, man. We got to take a quick commercial break, and we got Eddie holding on on the other side. Hey, man, don't be a stranger. Give us a call every oh, Monday night. Never, we never, here, man. Never, 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 baby, never. Appreciate it, Mike. Appreciate All it. Right. Yeah. Thanks for calling. Hey, guys, we're gonna take a quick commercial break, and hopefully, we get still got Eddie on the other side from Popka, Florida. Go give us an update on what's really going on in the world of sports. We'll be back right after these messages. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. 
Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby on Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fan's perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network and let's talk football. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. We got Eddie on the line. Eddie, what's going on? What's going on, D? What's happening? Hey, man, this dude, Kanasi Perry, that's what's really happening. Nakasi Perry uh, is mm. a quarterback for the University of Miami. He is the new big man on campus. He's going to be on campus this month. Uh, I think Mark Rick really loved this kid. He's from Ocala, Florida. Broke all of Dante Peppers' passing records at Ocala Forest. Hey, man, this kid is the real deal. I think he started like three years at uh, Ocala. At uh, Ocala Vanguard is where he went to high school. Uh, mm-hmm. Sorry about that. So that's what's really happening. In um, well, you know, I've been, I've, been talking about that, I've been talking about that kid right since he had committed right since he was a, a junior. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I know uh, his uncle and stuff. They work. Okay. They work with us right in the same in the same uh, field that we in. And he was the one telling me about his nephew and how good he was. And so I started to look up the highlights. This kid is the STP. When I say the STP, he's the super total packer. Okay. He got good footwork, he got good speed, he got good arms, and he got good range motion. Good. And he reads, you know. It, just, it all depends on how quick he pick up the offense. I mean, his athletic skills and ability is there. He oh, I don't move. think it's going to be a problem with him picking up the offense. I, I really I don't, don't because he's there. You know, the quicker you pick it off, the better better you are, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, and I'm yeah. glad that he got it there, you know what I mean, this time 
early for he go ahead and start getting him some reps and get him some work in. But why are we on, why are we on the uh, conversations about quarterback? I was listening to you guys earlier when you was talking about the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh huh. And Everybody boy, got something to say about the Jaguars. Go ahead, Eddie. Well, you know what? One thing I can say about the Jaguars, and it's just like all the rest of the NFL teams, right? In order for you to be competitive, right, you can't let nobody just come into the system and be relaxed. You got to bring somebody in there that's going to put some pressure on them and make them go work harder than what they actually worked before. And Borders really don't have nobody behind him to push him. You know what I mean? I it's agree. Like they, and, and, like and, they putting all their marbles in, in, in one basket. You don't never put all your marbles in one basket. You always got to have one set aside. And I, I agree. think, right, if they want to be bold and make a good move, I would go get Kaepernick. I, I, I don't, well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Eddie, 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 Eddie. Let's yeah. back up a bit here, man. I, I, I like, I, you, I really like what you, what you're saying. But we have to know the the geographics of some places where we where we talk about. You understand what I'm saying? Like when when um when um when Robert Griffin and Andrew Luck was coming out the same year. Everybody say. Oh, Robert Griffin, he'll be better off in D.C. And Andrew Luck will be better off in Indianapolis. You understand what I'm saying? Trust me. Kaepernick can't come to Jacksonville because he ain't going to be better off in Jacksonville. Man, Jacksonville is like South Georgia. You know, it is. It is South Georgia. We have more Mm -hmm. trucks in Jacksonville than we have cars. I'm just saying, man. Uh, that that, and this is the same dude that didn't stand for the national anthem. Man, he, he can't come to Jacksonville. If some people could come to Jacksonville, he's not one of. And I'm, I'm sorry, it's just uh, he just he he. It just wouldn't be a good fit. Now, there's some places I hope he's gonna be able to fit, but Jacksonville is just not a good fit for Kaepernick. Now, what Jaguars to me? To me, they should have wait not wasted, but they should have went out and picked a quarterback. With a fifth round pick or fourth round pick, they should have they should have oh, yeah. did that for me because to me, um, um, Borders really needs somebody, man, to to um to teach him and groom him and and push him. Yeah, I mean, exactly. and push him, you know, and and really push him, you know. And and I don't think he has that. I don't, I, I really don't think he had it. Um, he 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 didn't have it the last two years he's been in Jacksonville. And well, one thing I can say about Borders, right? I watched Borders call. You know, Borders came from UCF. Right. So I know Borders the whole time he was at UCF, right? Borders is not that leader that you're looking for at the quarterback position. You know what I mean? He's more a role player. Somebody else got to step up and push him. Borders I would agree big, with you. Big time quarterback. I, I I would agree with you. And uh, yeah. and um and, and we and we saw that. Since he's been in Jacksonville, we have not seen any leadership skills, and um, no, we don't. Right, we, we we we. If anything, we saw him um, lacking leadership in Jacksonville, and that's well. You know, Darrell. You know what? I like what you said earlier about the demographics and stuff. But you know what? When we're we gonna get past that? When you want to uh, be a winner, when it comes down to winning, man, regardless of your nationality, your race, or your belief, when it comes to taking food off somebody's table. You know what I mean? Sometimes you just have to take a chance, right, regardless of what everybody else say. Because even look at the quarterback from Clemson. Ain't no way they're supposed to pass him up like that. 
That's too much talent. I agree. I don't know what Chicago was on. <laughs> I, and, and, I, that would have been a good demographic for him, I think. Exactly. You know, have been in Chicago. I, I think he would. Now, but, but Eddie, we still, um, it's some things we just still not, not pass, man. You know, it, it, it's, 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 it's sad as it is. It's some things we just still, um, not it's we're not like, there yet. Hey, it's just like look, it's just like the president, right? Look, <laughs> huh? you 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 go do that, right? The backlash, but at the same time, right? You go get a quarterback, right? <laughs> From what it was, North Carolina State. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this cat ain't played seventeen games. I hear you. NC, he no, just North Carolina, not. not North Carolina State, North Carolina. Yeah. I say North Carolina. Now I'm gonna tell you something. How about this? The quarterback from NC State that got that that played for the Patriots last year, uh, Jacoby Brissett played for the Patriots last year while while Brady was out and uh, Jalapolo got hurt. This kid came in and played. He, he this kid here was Mr. Football in Florida in Palm Beach County. His mom was thoroughly disappointed in him when he refused to go to University of Miami and he signed with Florida. Something happened in Gainesville where he ended up not playing or whatever. He transferred to NC State. Had a great career at NC State and was ended up drafted by uh, by by the uh, by the New England Patriots. But let me tell you something. This kid is a much better quarterback than that kid um, Trubowski that the the Bears took in the second round. And I think that kid um, from NC State was probably about a fifth-round pick. Fourth or yeah, fifth-round pick. No, he was a sixth-round pick. Yeah, Brousset, sixth-round pick. You understand what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And that kid is better than the kid. But when we talk about when are we going to get past this, when are we going to get past this, I don't know. And 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 look like the only time a, a quarterback could come out and he is black that that just shocked the world and be taken in the first round that would have to be um 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 Carolina Panthers quarterback. Hey, and yeah. that kid looked you know he he was six six two hundred fifty pounds. He looked like LeBron James coming out of, coming out of college, <laughs> man. You know? Yeah, they had they had no choice for that, right? <laughs> right, had no choice, had no choice. Yeah. You know, Cam yeah. Newton is 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 a you know he's a freak of nature. You exactly. know what I mean? And, but at the same time, we look at some quarterbacks like um, like the Raiders took um, took that kid out of LSU, had an arm out of this world. Uh, Russell, Jamarcus oh, yeah. Russell, Jamarcus yeah. Russell. He, yeah. he 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 put black quarterbacks back five years, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, hey, man. I got to run, Eddie. We got Damon on the line. I hope Damon's still okay, holding man, on. Man. Hey, hey, much blessing to you too, brother. Peace and love. I'll holler at you. Yeah. I will. Peace. Hey, um, Matt, we still we got Damon on line? Damon, what's going on? Hey, how's it going, Daryl? Man, thanks for calling, man. I'm glad you give us a call. You know, uh, I thought about you when the draft was going on, when, uh, when, when the running back from Florida State. Uh, wasn't taken in the first round. I was really c- kind of wondering what was going on, you know. Uh, so, uh, what, what's that kid name again? We've been talking about him all, all night on the Devin show. Devin Cook. Devin Cook. Yeah, 
when he wasn't taken in the first round, it really it sparked my interest in some things. And then when we see the kid from Stanford taken by the Carolina Panthers in the first round, I was like, wow, what's really going on? And then there came out some stories about Cook that uh, that he had surgery on his shoulder. And then he had he's had two surgeries on his shoulder. Have you heard anything like that? Well, I knew one um, which limited him uh, for a little bit, but I, I never heard about the second one. Yeah. But, so you I, know, everything come out, come to the light. Yeah, everything come out. Everything come out. Yep, everything but comes out. It still doesn't restrict his, uh, his um, capabilities on the field. Hey, I think he's going to a good program. Uh, he's with the Vikings. Hey. And, but check this yeah. out, though. Check this out. I got, t- you know, I got ties with Minnesota, so I'm, I, I, I got to follow him. I know you're going to follow him. If he had went to Tampa Bay, if he went to anywhere, you were going to follow him with that Florida State, with the, anything with that Florida State history. Hey, but yeah. uh, but check this out. When, when, I, when I hear about this dude, Devin Cook, and... Um, him going to Minnesota Vikings. You know, Teddy Bridgewater and Devin Cook, I know they're both from Miami. And I'm not sure if they played in the same high school or not. But Teddy Bridgewater and the Minnesota Vikings, they kind of like separated. You know, the Bridgewaters, they they didn't renew the fifth-year option on his contract. So this year, Bridgewater will not be with the Vikings and because he's still basically uh, recovering from a, from a serious knee injury, how you feel he's on about his rookie that? Contract too, isn't he? Yeah, and he's still on his rookie contract, you know. And so when when I when I hear stories like that, here's a guy that was practicing, blew his knee out. His team didn't his team didn't even give him his fifth year option. They just basically sent him on. Put him on the street. I don't know who's going to pick him up or what's going to happen with him. And then we hear people saying, hey, these guys, these guys in, the, in in college football, they should play in the bowl game. Why they not playing in the bowl game? These bowl games are free. You understand what I'm saying? They're not getting paid nothing. And they're risking right. a whole lot. They're risking their career for a bowl game. You know they need to get over this stuff, man. We gotta we, we because these kids gotta be thinking about, hey, um, I gotta get this, I gotta get through this so I can sign my contract. Um, Leonard Fournette didn't play in the in in his team's bowl game, but I just saw where he bought his mom a Mercedes Benz and parked behind her Mercedes Benz looked like was another Mercedes Benz. I'm sure that was his Mercedes Benz. And if he listens to me, he needs to stop buying all them cars, man. Especially them hundred thousand dollar cars, man. You don't need buying all them. Yeah, because cars. you get that rookie contract. Yeah, yeah hey. And, and they said his contract looked like his contract is going to be twenty seven million dollars, right? The rookie contract was twenty seven million dollars. Eighteen million would be guaranteed. Mm. Now, would you risk that on a, on a, on the Fiesta Bowl or the or the or the Chattanooga Choo Choo Bowl? <laughs> no. No, man, no. No, you just can't risk it. I mean, it just don't make any sense for for, for a young man who, who's projected possibly to be in the top 10 picks 
or even the top 20 or the top 32 picks. Why would you risk it on going out there and playing and and uh, and now and I say if it's if it's for the national championship that might be different. But if you playing in the Gator Bowl or you playing in the Miami Bowl or you playing in a Tampa Bowl are you playing in a Sun Bowl? Man, get out of here, man. They don't even waste my... I'm not going risk to my, risk my $27 million, $18 million guarantee on no yeah, Sun you know, Bowl. Yeah, how many guys come up and play that, man? Yeah. Yeah, so hey, I, 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 I you know, I, I don't blame some of these cats for not playing in some of these bowl games. And I think we may even start seeing guys not playing in the bowl games earlier in their career like it's going to be a shocker when this kid says I'm coming into my junior year I'm not playing I'm not playing in the Eastern Sun Bowl in Tupelo Mississippi I'm not playing (laughs) in that game because I'm projected to go in the third round next year in the draft so I'm coming out my I'm coming out my junior year, so I'm not even gonna play in the bowl game in the end of my sophomore year. It's gonna be an uproar when that happened, Damon. It's gonna be an uproar. Hey, Damon, we gotta go, man. Go ahead. We got thirty seconds. Go ahead. Damon been for the school. Exactly, so man. School got for themselves. They got the players got for themselves also. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Yeah. Hey, Damon, thanks for calling, man. Don't be a stranger. We're here every Monday night on Sports Info, you and radio show. Appreciate it. Hey, thanks for having me. Hey, we thank you. Hey, guy, hey, hey, much blessing and a big, a whole lot of love going out to my homeboy, Brett Perryman. I see Brett has just made it a, a year from having a stroke a year ago, and um, they just had a celebration down in Miami for uh, survivors of strokes, and, and Brett was one of the guests, one of the um, premier guests at that event because he is a stroke survivor. Hey, we love you, Brett, and keep on getting better, brother. Don't lighten up, tighten up. Hey, Thank you guys for listening to Sports Info UM. We'll be back next week with more sports information. Thanks again for listening. Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword will be back again next Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel for more Sports Info UM. We'll see you then.